Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Teach Different podcast. We have uh, Stephen Dan Fouts here um, breaking down a, a quote, and we're going to apply the, the Teach Different method to a quote. And, and our author is going to be Maya Angelou for this one, and it's going to be a quote on forgiveness, which is really, really powerful. Uh, really quickly, for those of you who don't know the Teach Different method, Steve and I are going to work through this quote. We're going to think about a claim and a counterclaim to the quote, have some good disagreements over it, and learn some good critical thinking skills. And then we're going to try to have questions come up and, and surface as a result of the, of the tension between the claim and the counterclaim. And then hopefully leave, leave everybody with things to think about that you can apply to your own classroom. And we also like to you know connect um, everything we do to what's going on in, in current events as well. So that's a little intro. We're ready to go. So Maya Angelou, civil rights activist, amazing poet. She's got some wonderful quotes that we ha actually already have in our library. So she's a frequent flyer with us here at Teach Different. Here's the quote. It's one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself to forgive. Forgive everybody. It's one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself to forgive. Forgive everybody. All right, Steve, you want to start off here? What do you think I claim? Definitely got the claim. It's that we should forgive. And its benefit to us is personal. I think that's the insight here. Forgive because it helps you as the forgiver you're not doing this for someone else per se you're doing it for yourself and it's a yeah. gift that you give now she doesn't get into what that gift is but it's definitely for you she's trying to convince you to forgive yeah that's interesting i i had a similar angle on this that a lot of times people think about forgiveness and the focus is on the other person that right. you're helping the other person heal to feel better about the mistake that they made. But she's thinking about this as a gift to yourself. So that makes me, well, here's a question that already surfaces here. What is it about forgiveness that is a gift to oneself? What does someone get out of forgiving someone? And what are you doing when you forgive? there's usually been some type of injustice done to you and you're allowing grace. You're being patient. You're withholding your own anger. You are allowing with someone yourself. else. What's that? You're at peace with yourself. You're at peace with something that happened that needed to be forgiven. So there is a, there's a negativity in this that you're overcoming. Yeah. Right. And, and you have to overcome it. Right. There's something negative that you should get beyond and that the gift or the treasure that you get is when you get beyond something that would otherwise do you in. You know, if you just think of personal experiences of, of being hurt by somebody, it's, it's so hard to not be angry when you feel like there's an injustice that's been occur that's been done to you. 
And so she's saying, take a step back, be patient, and maybe be a role model for peace and serenity in the world. What a, I mean, it's one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself to forgive. But it's a gift you can give yourself. There's something about overcoming that anger and getting to that own kind of inner peace of releasing this stuff. Even if bad things are happening to you, don't focus your energies on hating someone else. You got to let it go in a way because it preserves your peace. Okay, but do the counterclaim. We got to, what, what, this has, this is difficult. Forgiveness is difficult. And you could even argue that when you forgive other people for the things that they do to you, it has negative consequences sometimes. So I'm thinking of a counterclaim. Go ahead. What are you thinking? Well, I'm the, the last part of the quote, forgive everyone. Everyone? Yeah, yeah. And I'm just really forgive everyone, everybody uh, is what Maya Angelou is, is saying. I think depending on what happens to you, there are some people who might be beyond forgiveness, depending on what's done. If it's something so tragic and traumatic and deliberate, there's not space in your soul to forgive some people. And it also rewards, in a way, you could argue that forgiving someone for doing something so bad, it rewards them for that behavior, in a way. What do you mean it, by reward? They don't have repercussions. They did something, and now they're getting someone else to say, you know what, I'm going to let that go. I'm going to forgive you for that. I'm not going to come back after you. That's a license. That's a green light for some people to take advantage of that and say, you know what? Now I can really do anything and they might forgive me. I, I'm saying yeah. that forgiveness is perceived as a weakness in some people. And some people will read it as a weakness and an open door to continue abuse or bad things to happen. It's almost like a permission to continue on. And, and that's unfortunate, but that is a message if you forgive everybody, depending on what it is. So take the conflicts that we're experiencing in the world right now. We got Israeli-Hamas conflict. We have the Ukrainian conflict. We have lots of tribal wars going on at different parts of the world where, you know, there's genocide. There's bad things happening to people. There's innocent people, you know, being murdered. And, and there's domestic, even inside the United States, think about the domestic struggles we're having between political parties and supporters of different candidates now as the 2024 election is coming up. There's a lot of hurt that's been done um, on, on a perceived hurt from both sides. And so this applies there too. Exactly, and forgive. Like, do you forgive people? How does that help? You know, think of someone just come domestic. Think of someone who you know, maybe participated in the January 6th 
event, right? There's a lot of anger toward those people from certain people in society, but could they forgive them for that? What would that take for mm -hmm. them to actually say, you know what? What you did, I don't agree with. It was wrong. It hurt us, etc. But I forgive. What does that look like? Yeah. I understand like what your anger was. I I know you were frustrated. Um, I didn't do it myself, but maybe I would have done the same thing in your situation. You know, I don't know what it takes to justify forgiveness, but it's 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 tough to ask these questions, but this is what you have to ask. Is Which, that possible? Right, right. And that speaks to how using this in a in a setting with with people familiar with some of these events, you could really help people process the, the thinking um, processes of people in these situations where wrong has been done or perceived wrong has been done and actions are, are take are being taken. Well, and, let's yeah, go ahead. Sorry. And what if and what if forgiveness was a intentional response of people how would things play out differently applying what maya angelou is saying would it be a gift to yourself and so yeah i, I like the connection but let's take it up a notch you know because i use january 6th right that's a that's a charged disagreement right in a lot of ways some people don't even see it as something that is was necessarily 100 bad and evil you know it was more of a political you know uh protest if you look at what hamas did on october 7th that's something that is agreed upon to be something I don't know what evil looks like, but it's as close as you can get to something really, really bad that everybody would agree is. Is forgiveness possible in that situation? Yeah, they're just tough questions. You can also think about this issue of forgiveness from the Palestinian side. The, the, the injuries that have occurred towards Palestinians and Palestinians are faced with the very same question. When do you forgive? And when is an injustice perceived or otherwise so strong that you just can't forgive? You have to respond. So both sides of this conflict have are grappling with the same philosophical issue. But of course, Maya Angelou would say, that it's a gift that you can give yourself. There's something that you're benefited by, by forgiving. Whether you're Israeli, whether you're Hamas, there's some gift that you're given. And that's where I wish she were here. I want to ask her more about that gift. This is feeling like my essential question here. What is that gift? Why does it benefit us to look past all this pain and this struggle and this hatred. Why does that benefit us? It sounds well, counterproductive. And I would ask her in the context of some of these conflicts that we're mentioning here, is there a gift? In some, in some cases, right. there might not be a gift, I think well, is what we're- That's the counterclaim. Right. 
that's the counterclaim. But I, I want her to rescue that, you know, because personally, I feel that some grace and some forgiveness has to occur at some point. This will never end. And I don't know what that looks like. <laughs> and I'm not giving advice to anyone. I'm just, just. Mm -hmm. And maybe as we're applying Maya Angelou's quote to these world events, we might be realizing that it's harder to apply to these world events when bad things happen and you're in a position of having or choosing whether or not to forgive. So maybe Maya Angelou's quote here, it's one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself to forgive, forgive everybody. Maybe this is more applicable on a personal level with individuals who have wronged you. Right. Maybe it, it's more, it, it can be applied better that way, which is an interesting nuance. If this is brought up in class or whatever setting you're using it with, that's a way to parse this out a little. Yeah. It's a good question as to whether or not it's easier to forgive someone that you know, or easier to forgive someone that you don't know when you're trying to understand like where the person is coming from. I could see different arguments made there, right? I love using the example of if you get your wallet stolen at Union Station or if you get your wallet sto stolen at the family reunion by someone you, you know knew you. Would it be easier to forgive the person at the family reunion if you found out who stole that? Or would it be easier to forgive the homeless person who took your wallet at Union Station? So I don't know the answer to that. What makes it harder or easier you know, Maya Angelou is saying that you need to do it <laughs> because you, you, there's a benefit to you, whether it's as a person or perhaps as a nation or thinking of yourself as a nation, there's a benefit to understanding or forgiving people that do you wrong, that want to do you wrong. That's tough. Right. And, and how do you overcome those feelings of anger, especially when you feel like in, an injustice has been done? I, I see the counterclaim here I very clearly that you can't always forgive people and nations. But that if you can somehow do it in the right setting, it can have benefits. So maybe what we're saying is there's two things that can be true at the same time. Yes, forgiveness can confer amazing benefits to you, but too much forgiveness can be a negative and can end up hurting you in different ways. And so a, a, an essential question that is just rolling around in my brain is when should we forgive other people? When is forgiving the right thing to do? And I'll throw that, in this one. What is the gift that you get in your dif in different situations by doing it? Yeah. So yeah, okay. Well, that's that. I, I really enjoyed this. This is a really great theme of forgiveness that really applies to all students. And again, what we're modeling here, what Stephen and I are, are, are modeling are how you can use these conversations in the context of students' lives and the current events that, that you know, we, we face every day. There's so many different applications. And the more we can 
encourage and nudge the kids to think deeply about these core issues and then apply them to their world, the, the better people they're going to become, the more thoughtful, the more empathetic, the more authentic they're going to be. And, and that's what, you know, Teach Different in these conversations are, are meant to do. Help us become more authentic human beings who understand each other better. And the other thing that it did is that it allowed us to talk about highly charged situations, but not in an antagonistic way. It's, it's in a questioning way. It's in a way to try to understand things more and just really look at them and consider them. You don't have to take sides. You can get an appreciation for the challenges that each side has on what it is that they're, they should do, what it is that they're being asked to do. Yes. And when ki and kids can think deeply and philosophically and do it in a way where you can honor different perspectives. We have to believe in them to be able to do that. And, and I think it's, it's, it's our goal to, to model that. Because if we don't do it as educators and adults, it's harder for younger people to learn the skills. So thanks everybody so much for joining in on the, on the podcast and uh, hope you enjoy this little episode on Maya Angelou. It's one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself to forgive, forgive everybody. Take care, everybody. Take care.